Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people. Um, So... Big news. We're recapping um, a new show um, called The Bachelorette. Um, If you recall, last season, or God, a couple months ago, we recapped Matt's season of The Bachelor. It was a disaster. Oh, my goodness. So we are very hopeful that this season will be kind of fun and exciting and not just riddled with racial undertones and racism and microaggressions and uh, people it's been rough people going to those parties those antebellum parties like maybe none of that will happen with this show um i'm suspicious here's hoping i mean you know Mm. high hopes here these guys seem they seem okay so we'll we'll be recapping that um and then also married at first sight i think starts in july so mm-hmm. we'll be Houston. Yes, Houston. Houston looks fun. The people look it fun. It does. Um, they look relatable. The, yeah, the city looks fun. They're super diverse. I'm, I'm very, I think we're very excited for Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll recap that. But actually today we have a special treat. Ooh la la. Uh, Married <laughs> at First Sight um, <laughs> premiered a special Where Are They Now edition. <sighs> that I guess this- they... Premier, premiere and special. I don't know if those are the right words for this. I, I guess they felt like we needed it. So we're going to do a brief recap of that. And then we're going to run into The Bachelorette. How does that sound? That sounds that sounds fine. I don't know if y'all feel like Married at First Sight just keeps <laughs> keeps going. They're like this milking season, this for everything it's got. I think because they hit the one million views or I don't know. Is ratings that what it is? Or, I don't know. They hit some milestone. So I guess they're just like champagne all around. I don't know. It's it's trash. They're trash. It's, people. it's a bit much. So um, how do you want to cover? I basically just covered each couple. I've got a paragraph about each couple and like what they did in the special. I went through the whole two hour show and it's only one page. Bless you. And that's like with, that's the bulleted version. Okay. Okay. Well, let's start with Brianna and Vincent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they are, basically they've been married. I believe they said six months. This is six months into their um, marriage Mm -hmm. and married at first sight after Four months after decision day. Yeah. Yeah. So this should be, hold on. Let's see. Decision day was in what? Feb? We're still in the year of 2020 because Claire and Ryan haven't had a year's thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why this is 2021. Okay, so we're in 2020. So this must be like fall 2020 then. Yeah, because it was kind of cold when they did the reunion, but then it it must get colder. I don't know. Mm, Okay, now I don't know. Yeah, it was cold. It's chilly. Yeah. Okay. Well, someone tell us the timeline here because I I think we're very confused. Um. So they so Brianna and Vincent. They are living together in his one bedroom in Buckhead, um, and they are house hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, Brianna says that they have not agreed on the style or the budget, um, but Brie wants to live in the city because her sites, her work sites are in the city, and then Vinny wants to live in the suburbs, but he doesn't really specify why other than just having more space. Um, 
He's doing like a typical Vinny, like in the back seat, kind of letting her drive the boat. And yeah, I just want whatever. Yeah, except, but it seems like he wants to be where they'll have more bang for their buck, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think her, I think her reasoning is that she works a lot in the city, so she would prefer to be in the city. And yeah. since he does work in the city, I'm kind of shocked that he is not on the same page, but. I'm actually I'm not shocked at all actually it's fine um (laughs) but they take us to a home that apparently is 40 minutes outside Atlanta yes 40 (laughs) freaking minutes that's like basically an hour that's hysterical I mean that's probably 40 minutes without traffic (laughs) Mm. yeah that's a good point they're in a new neighborhood there are only two houses left Mm -hmm. and apparently they both love this this house Vincent sounds like he's thinking about it. Brianna says she likes the house, but she doesn't like the location. Right. Vincent says he's paying $1,800 a month currently for an 800 square feet apartment. In Buckhead, yes. In Buckhead. And the real their realtor friends are kind of like, well, you could be paying that same or less, you know, for this space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think it's really appealing to him. But Brianna's kind of like, I don't know. Well, let's think about it. I don't think she wants to spend like two hours a day in the car. And I kind of don't blame her. Yeah, I don't blame her either. I guess I thought like I didn't realize her job would have her going to different sites. I know she's an engineer, but I just didn't realize Mm -hmm. that she was like needing to move around that much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I also am one of those people who's like, you know, do you want to live like your job isn't permanent? Like your house is more permanent than your job. So you could change jobs Mm, easier. Maybe than change in houses. I don't know. It depends on like how long she's been with this company and that kind of thing. Seems like she mm-hmm. wants to be close to work, but I don't prioritize yeah. work to my comfort. I mean, if it's an if it's two hours a day in the car, I do think that's something yeah. to think about, especially with that traffic. And then yeah, Atlanta and traffic he, is terrible. It is. And then he's always talking about how he's always driving, driving, driving all day. He was so tired throughout. That's because he's an auto broker, right? Isn't he like supposed to go different places? Well, I don't yeah, know so, why. So yeah. I guess that's why I'm wondering, like, why he is not phased by the one hour drive to Atlanta and then be driving around and then drive again to go <laughs> home. I mean, I would be that would be alarming to me. I get the feeling that this is like the first time he's ever like looked at houses. And so I feel like he's like a little bit starstruck of like, yeah. oh, this one is great. Instead of being like, let's find something great by us. us yes yeah yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. great point he um, just seems like he's like oh oh like has like that little kid look on his face mm-hmm. of op- options and saving money because you know he's trying to get her down with the budget so mm-hmm. yeah that's true um mm-hmm. so that was pretty much all they were doing they talked about like their goals um mm-hmm. i did catch that like in five years he said he wants to buy a place in the dr yeah he wants to retire there yeah and in 10 years, something about multiple businesses. I don't know. You know how I feel about Vinny. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. The long and short of it, y'all, they were just being themselves. It was yes. real couples cami on this, oh, this whole girl. two hours episode. Two hour it, episode. I was a little annoyed. It was, which is why I'm going to sound annoyed recapping this. Because I was just like, you guys, mm. I don't need it. Um, Let's see. Who's next? Who would you like to cover next? Um, We could do, we can go into Clara and Ryan. They were also pretty 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 on par mm-hmm. my one bullet for them is they're settled and then um like they're pretty settled into their routines 
They're trying to, they're working on their vow renewal that they mentioned at the, I guess at the reunion. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ryan is cash flowing most of this because he makes more than Clara. <laughs> yes. Um, she's looking at an $8,000 venue. He's like, Ooh. okay, 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 sure, sure, sure. Man, um, that's tough. Yeah, so they're planning on doing that. They want to invite everyone on the cast. They're, there was some talk initially from the girls had a little meetup. And Clara was saying they want to invite everyone, but they want to make sure there's not going to be any tension between Haley and Jake and Mm -hmm. between Chris and Paige. And then Brianna said that Chris has actually been in touch with her and Vinny. Like he hangs out with them, which I thought was a little, little different. Um, And Chris also talks to Ryan. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm not sure if he's planning on attending the wedding. I'm sure that'll be another opportunity for, them to give us a special of this Ugh. vow renewal girl i hope not um yeah they want 150 people clara's diying the decorations um yeah let me see is there anything we miss with them it's just pretty pretty mm-hmm. on par no that was it that was that was great yeah was i mean i do appreciate it. clara's diy crafting things i feel really connected to her there and ryan's still mm-hmm. wearing his like black lives matter shirts with all the people that have been murdered on them so mm. you know it's it's on par yeah for them we actually don't see chris this whole episode which is is nice so we can skip him he's not on the list anyway but was there any would you want to do a couple next or did you want to do page next Ooh, let's do page oh do it oh she's oh, oh she okay go for it <laughs> Paige, let's see, what has she done? She is with her friend Nancy. She's wearing a three-piece outfit, I think, right? Is it a jumpsuit or is it like a crop top and pants with a jacket? Uh Uh-oh. One of our dogs is upset. Sorry, Um, guys. My dogs were going nuts. (laughs) (laughs) They were going so crazy. They knew. They knew because it was Paige. They were like, this, this, this. Yeah, as soon as you said out. Paige, I mean, they were howling. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Paige was actually wearing, I don't know what this was. <laughs> like, it was like a sweater was a, and a it was, tank and a pants. It was like tank and a pants and a duster. But what brand um, was that? Probably like a Fashion Nova or something. I don't know. Mm. It was like green. And it had like stripes on. Anyway, she goes out with her homegirl, Nancy, <laughs> who's just re-entered the picture after the reunion conveniently. Yes. They're getting pedicures. Paige is saying she got her number changed after the reunion, which I'm like, uh-huh, sure, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And right. she says that some people have been reaching out to her since they saw her on the show, which I'm like, what kind of, not to be stereotypical, <laughs> but like what kind of man is watching Married at First Sight by themselves and it's like, I want to marry her? Oh, man. Like, I feel like she... if you're watching Married at First Sight, you may watch it with your partner, but... This whole I just sh- don't know what kind of man is just there like, <laughs> yes, I want to go with this one who just got married to this guy and got screwed over. You know, oh, Paige is so funny. She was so funny this episode. <laughs> yeah, she still she still has her braids in. Looks like the braids from the reunion. So I'm not really sure what's going on. Um, <laughs> did you catch that? Did you see that? I did. I was like, I'm not sure what's happening. Maybe she got a fresh. Maybe she got a refresh. Maybe. I mean... <laughs> The reunion was four months ago. <laughs> okay. Well, she, Maybe may that's... Just, she may just keep a, a box braid in all the time. You never know. I, don't, I wouldn't blame her. This seems easy. <laughs> um, 
a little bit later, I'm cutting through some of this stuff. So Paige agrees to go on a date with this this man. At his name is Styles. Yes. Don't know what kind of grown ass man is going by Styles. Um, but apparently Paige doesn't doesn't notice that. Doesn't mm-hmm. you know do anything for her? I would be like, sir, what's your place name? Called Styles. That is so good. Style switch down <laughs> yes, here. Yes, it's so good. I love <laughs> Styles Barbecue. Um, if, yeah, I guess if a no man relation. wanted to go on a date with you and he was like, my name's Styles, I'm like, sir, what does your mother name you? It's an interesting name. I wonder where he's from. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the Probably background. Atlanta. Uh, well. Um, so they're at a wine bar, like a self-serve wine bar. Yeah. Paige reveals to us that she only drinks Stella Rosa. And I was like, I don't okay. know what that is. Should I know what that is? Uh, it's very popular. It's like a like a very sweet Moscato kind Ooh. of thing. They have like a peach, oh. a watermelon, a blueberry. It's like it's like juice. She was right. <laughs> Say no it's, more. It's, okay, girl. It's good, but it's not, not like high class. It's not wine. Berry flavored? Like this is. Girl, okay, I had girl. the blueberry one a couple weeks ago at my homegirl's house, and I was like, this is great. But, you know, I don't, I'm not a very big wine drinker, so that's wow. why. But apparently, he's a wine drinker, so he's having her drink wine and champagne. Well, and- I don't know about that because he said that he wanted to start with, he said, let's start light and then go dark. I was like, what kind of, what are the, what are you fucking talking about? Like, that's, that's your, that's how you think about wine. Let's start light, then go dark. What? Well, I was thinking when he said that I was, I like, we had a wine bar when I lived in Memphis and it was like, you have like a little wine card and you can do like a two ounce pour or four ounce pour. But I was anticipating he was saying like, just go from this side of the room to the other side of the room. Like maybe they have like the more robust mm. wines on one side and then like the lighter baby wines on one side oh it just confused me because usually at a like when you go for like a wine tasting you do you can do a white you can do Mm -hmm. a dark or like a mixed but it's usually mixed like there's usually a rhyme there's rhyme to the reason here like there's a reason why and they choose like specific wines so i wasn't sure if like someone was helping them no Um, i think it's all self-service or the ones mm -hmm. i've been to it's like you just go to whatever and pick whatever i see i see I see. Pandemonium. Which I was also kind of like, is this COVID friendly? But yeah, I guess all of I was... sanitized everything before. Very confusing. I will say the page looked lovely. Like this is the only. I did like this outfit. I took outfit. note of that too. The only mm-hmm. outfit I liked from her was like a light blue sweater with like a light blue, like a midi skirt. I was like, I actually mm-hmm. am enjoying this outfit. Minus it looked this... nice. It was a little like not My... off the shoulder, but like, yes, you know, mm-hmm. it was cute. It was really, really cute. Minus that um, heart necklace because I don't do heart necklaces. I stopped <laughs> just doing heart that necklace when I got to She's... college. Shut up. I don't think I have one. I have one in high school, but you yeah, that's what I feel like I got one. Who, like my dad got one. With. My dad got me one for like Valentine's Day, and I was like, "Thank oh, you." Oh, I think my dad might got me something similar before. And I'm just like, girl. Maybe it's from her daddy. Hmm. Okay, okay. we'll figure that out. So Paige and Styles, they're sitting there <laughs> talking. It's kind of weird because I feel like he's trying to get the scoop about like what happened with the Chris situation which was so like- weird I was like this is like gossiping I was like I don't like the yeah. styles but it seemed like she was into it and then I was like well at least he's paying her attention I guess and they have like some kind of back and forth banter interaction which is more than she had with Chris ever that's true that is true he's talking about his dog she's talking about her dog and then we see the Chris the clip of Chris saying he don't give a fuck about Bentley which I you know just, just trash garbage human yeah um 
Paige talks about her deal breaker, or she asks a deal breaker, because that's what we need to do on a first date, and mm-hmm. she wants to know if he could play spades. He can't. Um, I, I mean, considering again. all she's been through, like, I was like, I know you're trying to keep it light, but I mean, I feel like you need to ask some questions. I don't know. I was just like, yeah. what is, what's happening here? <laughs> <sighs> yeah the com- it was it was a bit awkward which i guess as a first date should be and i don't right. know who vouched for this man to her but somebody did <laughs> and convinced her, her she did say it took a lot of convincing for her to go on the date which i was like did it i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> but you know it seems like they like each other she takes a picture with them and sends it mm. off to whatever friends she's referencing <laughs> oh. we're so shady with her and these friends I don't I haven't seen the fringe but she was like my friends you know my girls want to know and I was like well, where were so who sent this man to you like where, I, I just need oh more. that's true because if that's the case it's like I mean they should know what he looks like if they sent him to you I they should have known what he looked like before you went on the date before that you is get true, murdered actually like Goodness. is this a blind date I don't know girl I don't know child. Oh, I guess God. like she was like cameras will be there so girl, I don't know a mess <laughs> I'm telling um, y'all. So I guess I'll bring us into Eric and Virginia. Mm, cover it. I don't like them. I mean, it That's wasn't sad. much to cover. Um, so yep. they are still, I think, still struggling. Um, they, mm, you know, it Virginia. Looks cringy. It does. Virginia claims that she actually likes being living together more than she thought she would, um, which I think is a lie. Um, and they basically went on a triple date with like one of her best friends and Eric's brother and sister-in-law. Um, Eric is saying that, you know, living together is great, but they still have issues. And apparently Rocky is a a huge issue in the relationship still. He says Rocky is a strain on their marriage. Yes. I was like, wow, that's nuts. I mean, that's really strong. That is strong language and very concerning. Um, Eric I just says, wouldn't be with him. If you don't like my dog, you don't like me. So. Right? And then he says he thinks Rocky has ADD. I'm like, are you an idiot? But he also <laughs> says Rocky is the same as Virginia. So I think it's a slight to her. Right? I'm like, so you think Virginia has ADD? I don't know. Probably. I, I, he's very condescending. He's an ass. Oh, it was tough. Um, so then they hire like a little dog trainer to come over to give them some tips, which mm-hmm. I felt like should have been done a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But honestly, just for Virginia's sake, because I think that like when I watch the dogs play together, I do see that Rocky is like a little bit more aggressive and it's not really good at like reading the cues of text. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like that's what a board and train like this is all in Virginia. I truly believe that like if she wanted to train her dog, she would. But I think she likes that the dog like gives Eric shit. Like well, they're in a weird relationship. <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, in her defense, like, she was living alone with this dog. This dog was not living with another dog to start with. And so she probably didn't see some of these behaviors to be like, oh, my dog is not the best socializer right now. Um, And I don't know how much time she's put into him. It sounds like they've been together for, like, a year. Mm -hmm. But I would think... I would think that, like, after they've been living together for, like, six months, like, the dogs would have calmed down. But I just... Rocky seems adorable, truthfully. I love Rocky. He does seem trainable. Like, Rocky seems like just a puppy who's got a lot of energy. Like, I don't yeah. see anything wrong with it. But again, like, I mean, like, all like all my dogs went to the trainer. Like, they went to, like, a puppy class. They went to a socialization class. Gracie went to a board and train. Like, they go to training. So, like, mm. We should I think, post our dogs. Oh, my God, we should. Because they're so adorable, you guys. Yeah. We're going to show you them this week. Um, That'll be the content. But, yeah. But I just feel like 
I don't know, Eric and Virginia, you guys, I don't think this is going to work long term. Like the same issues they were having before are still there. Eric is still looking the way he looks. And I mean, my uh, thing is, it's four months post decision day and he still has not sold this condo. This condo is not even for sale. It's not going And she's still saying like, it's terrible for my animals. Yeah. Like she's still, I don't know. It's weird. She's like, she likes living together, but you can tell. Does she? That's what she says. Child. She says she has never lived with anybody before, not even a roommate. She likes being by herself. Which I think I can she believe. likes it because she's got her own room. Remember, she said this is her whole room where she be she living and the cats and the dogs and she's That's got a, her, her cage. Room. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I don't her. know. The next, the last thing we see with them is she wants to bathe the dogs and she puts saran wrap on Eric's head and covers it in peanut butter and he lay, lays down in the that shower while really she weird. washes the dogs. It's, it's strange, y'all. <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on. I thought maybe he had, like, something in his hair or, like, lice. I was like, I'm not I I'm think confused. I've seen that somewhere where, like, you know, they'll be distracted because of they're licking the peanut butter, and so it'll be easier to bathe them. But it takes I just don't all know. that to bathe the dogs? Wow. I mean, groomer. My but... dogs literally just sit there because they don't want, like, they hate water. So they just, oh. like, sit there. Like, they're like zombies. And they just bathe them. Oh, that's easy. My dog, he'll jump out the tub. He'll be like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. They don't do that. I love it. They literally just stand there and they don't move. I'm like, this is That's good. I'm like baiting him (laughs) with treats the whole time. Like every like two minutes, more another treat, another treat to just keep him going. Well, then maybe Mm -hmm. you should just like something hefty. Well, maybe, you know, you got to put that bar- that barbecue sauce, that peanut I'm butter. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I tried to put peanut butter, like, on the edge of the tub, and he was like, no, I don't want it. <laughs> He's like, not falling for that. Sorry, Mom. No, no. Well, so that's we do good the, to know. Because mm-hmm. I was really confused what was happening. Um, so, yeah, enough about those crazos. Well, I guess moving, <laughs> moving to some next crazos. Um, no. Haley and Jake, I'm going to keep this very short and sweet. Um, they yeah, both not much. Yeah, they sign their divorce papers. They have a conversation. They're trying to get along. They hate each other. It's fine. Um, he goes on a date with some woman named mm-hmm. Suzanne, who we know Suzanne. is just here. Suzanne, who we know is here just <laughs> for the clout. Like she's not here to date this man. Um, she's very she's very attractive. Um, I think out of his league. Um, mm-hmm. And at some point, he discusses like Japanese games and comic books, and she's just like, uh huh. Um, but they end the date by getting in the hot tub, which is how I know that like she was just there for the fame. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this, right? Because this whole setup with like, okay, Jake knew he had a date planned the same week that he was getting divorced. So I think he had like a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He was being mm-hmm. a bit of a jerk to Haley. When they met up and Haley was just trying to clear the air, which she seemed annoyed and I would be too. Um, but he looks like he's wearing like clothes he got from Haley. Yeah. And- <laughs> it was very interesting. I was like, and he Are has like a thing she bought. Yeah, he has like a little faux hawk. He's wanting to get like eighties flowers. He just can't stop I saying eighties. And him and this girl, Suzanne, which came from some mutual friend, apparently. All these like, friends y'all got all of a sudden. Exactly. These <laughs> friends couldn't hook y'all up beforehand, but whatever. The conversation with them is a bit dry until they start talking about some George Lucas movie that they've both seen and he owns. And he shows her around the house. She says she's into neon. She says she's into Girl, she everything. That. She's lying. And then she's, she's like, lying. well, my friend told me to bring a swimsuit because Girl. you have a hot tub. Because, you know, Jake, goes that. Through, Jake went through his spiel of, yeah, we got the hot tub, we got the beach, and we got the pool, you know. 
I was so, just happy that, you know, Jade. I was like, go, go ahead, Jade. Get that girl in a hot tub. You, des- you deserve it. But so Jade, you... <laughs> <laughs> when she said that, she's like, yeah, your friend mentioned I actually bring my bikini. And I was like, surely she's not about to change. <laughs> I did. I was like, does she have it on <laughs> under her clothes? I was like, or is surely... she about to go get naked in the bathroom and put a bathing suit on? <laughs> I was like, this bitch is not about to change. Just <laughs> in some clothes and get in the hot tub. Now, I see, was like... Y'all. She did, though. And the thing about me, like, if I'm at your house for the very first time, <laughs> no matter what amenities you have, I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to bring a change of clothes or, oh. you know, get in the Like, I don't know. I just I would be like, we can sit outside by the pool and talk and, like, have a drink. But you want me to get he didn't make her he he, really either. Didn't. She was volunteering, she which her. made it, I think, even more weird. Of I like, was like, wow. And they just got in there, and I was like, so usually when you get in a hot top with, like, a, a, a person you're dating, or I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like the hot tub was a bit of a, I think we jumped a couple of dates or a couple of bases or a couple of something. I was like, what, what's happening here? I was very uncomfortable watching. Yeah. Um. And it was just uncomfortable. I mean, he said he enjoyed the view, so I was like, well, that, you know how you live, because, you know, <laughs> you're just fresh off this divorce. This girl throwing herself at you for the show. Oh, it, it doesn't for, matter. Off of the cameras, show. Off of the cameras. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it. Yeah, that there are a couple of the special. There are some group outings. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch it, y'all. I didn't catch. You didn't, it. Y'all didn't miss miss much. Uh, the girls meet up. The guys meet up. Jacob talks about his date. Paige talks about her date. Haley talks about her divorce. Um, <laughs> Paige has a second date coming with Styles. That's it. Yeah, that's it, you guys. So Oof. for the main event, <sighs> the Bachelorette. Woo, man. Okay, so I will say. Um, I didn't know much about Katie. Like, I saw mm-hmm. that she, you know, obviously we saw her on The Bachelor, and she was very, like, I think pretty outspoken and mm-hmm. normal, honestly. She just seemed very normal. Um, and we get her little intro um, into the episode, and basically she's from Seattle. Um, oh. Yeah, she's from Seattle. She didn't have a traditional family. Her parents were divorced pretty early on. And they grew up, um, she said, pretty poor. And she went to, like, five elementary schools, which is shocking. I mean, you're only in elementary school for six years, so. Right. So she was changing your schools every year. That's traumatic. Um, Mm -hmm. So she said that she never really had a true partner and didn't feel like she could truly be herself completely. And she needs a guy who is really comfortable with himself, has a lot of emotional intelligence. And she's ready for love and an engagement. So... We walk into the Hyatt Regency Tamaya Resort in Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is beautiful, Mm -hmm. I might add, stunning. Um, And the hosts, who are Tasha Adams and Caitlin Bristow, both former bachelorettes, um, are driving up to the hotel in like this convertible. I think it was supposed to be kind of like, what is that that movie Uh, with those two women who like are best Mm -hmm. friends? And then Thelma they die. Yes, Thelma and Louise. I think it was like an ode to Thelma and Louise. That movie is uh. actually really great. Um, so they're going to be the host. As you guys may or may not know, um, Chris Harrison is usually the host for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. <gasps> Ooh, we did not cover the drama this week. Oh, yeah. Um, so Chris is usually the host, but I think they announced a, like a month ago that he was not going to host the show. And then mm-hmm. literally the day that this episode came out, um, 
it was announced that he would not be coming back to the Bachelor franchise in any capacity. Mm-hmm. And we have four hosts for Bachelor in Paradise, which seems a, I don't know what's happening. With Bachelors in Paradise. <laughs> I'm really unclear as to like why they need all those different hosts. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what's happening. And Chris is also being paid like a fifty million dollar buyout, so he's fine. Okay, don't mm-hmm. cry for him. He's Never. totally fine. I'm I'm confident. He's just getting richer, and he'll probably we'll probably see him on TV somewhere else unless they have like a no compete clause or something. I don't know. Oh, so yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, so from there we get like a little package of a few gentlemen who were, I guess, quarantining. Mm-hmm. I think there's um, about eight of them. It seemed to take a, a bit of time because yes, was, yes. I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to be like the final eight or they're going to be like highlighted throughout the show. I'm guessing, and that's why we need to focus on these people first. I think they're going to be highlighted because I took the notes of who they highlighted and then. Once she got into her intros and like started meeting and talking to the guys throughout the episode, those were the guys that she really talked to. Yeah. So yes. it was pretty strategic. That's um, what I thought. I didn't see some of the intros and I was like, did I miss them or they just weren't shown? I think they just weren't shown. Yeah. So I have like, I took note of the guys and I can go mm-hmm. really briefly. Yeah, um, I took brief notes too. You hit it or I'll hit it or we'll get it done. Yeah. And so like in this little like package, um, Connor is um, an eighth grade teacher, but he's also a musician. There's a Carl Smith who's a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, he called himself a mover and a shaker. Not sure what that means. <laughs> um, and he shows us this strange portrait of him and Katie. Um, it was weird. Yeah, it's um, like a digital graphic he put together. Well, before that, Connor was like in the bathtub with the with the ukulele. Yeah, I didn't it was like that. weird. I was like, they're all doing something <laughs> like super extra. Um, Brendan, who was like a a hockey player, then turned firefighter. Mm -hmm. Um, He's from Canada. Yes, he's Canadian. I liked his voice. Mm -hmm. I like his voice. Um, Then there's Andrew, who plays football. Yes, Andrew S., who plays football in Vienna, Austria. Mm -hmm. He was giving us a lot of accents. He had a lot of screen time. (laughs) This man, he's the comedic relief. Yes, um, he's funny. I will say that. I mean, I did mm-hmm. like his British accent, but I was like, you're doing a lot. Yeah, he's also camera. 26. How old is Katie? Do we know? Oh, I don't know. I can look it up while we do this. But okay. Yeah, I'm going to look okay. it up and so he's, see. He's 26. We then go to Mike, who's 31. He's a gym owner. He's a virgin. Yeah. Um, But is sex positive. So that's, that's kind of interesting. That's interesting how you can yeah. be. I don't know. He's can wanting he to have sex, but... Sure, you can be okay. He's not a prude, I think, is where what, what yeah, they're trying to get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and Katie is thirty. She's thirty years old, you guys. Okay, that'll help put things into perspective because I did take note on try to get ages on most yes. of these most of these. Folks. Oh, I did not get ages. I got occupations. <laughs> oh, I was trying to get like age, occupation, and location, and it was a lot. I had to keep pausing. Yeah, so some of them don't. I don't have it all. And we then should've, there's. We should have prepped better. Yeah, we should have. We'll be better next time, you guys, for the next Bachelorette. (laughs) From from Michelle, we'll have it together. Yes, from Michelle, we'll have it down. Okay, Mm -hmm, it'll be perfect. mm -hmm. Um, Y'all won't have any questions. And then I think we went to, you said Mike, who's the virgin. Um, There was Mm -hmm. Justin, Mm -hmm. um, who was like the drawer, the painter, who's actually really good. Yeah, Um, he's 26 as well. Yeah, and then there was Trey. um, Mm -hmm. Also 26. (laughs) <laughs> Lots of energy, this Trey. Um, his parents have been married for 29 years. Um, he loves his parents, y'all. Yes, he loves Which his family. Good. 
He reads Latin. He knows pie. Yeah. I don't know. He's a software engineer. He's from Georgia. He got a lot of money. I can tell. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then there's Greg, who we didn't really hear much about, except he loves family because he's the youngest of four. Mm -hmm. That was pretty much it. He has lots of nieces and nephews. He's 27. He's from New Jersey. He's a marketing sales rep. He seems just like kind. I think he's wanting to start a family because he has a big family. But yeah. Those are yeah. the the guys that were highlighted before we went through the barrage of, mm-hmm. you know, however many people she had to shake hands with. Yes. Um, so Katie comes out. She's wearing a red dress that I'm not really a fan of. I don't like it. It was it was just basic. Like it just there was nothing special about it. I wonder why I she think chose it was it. like I was wondering, like, is did she, did she choose that? Because it looks like almost mm. too big. Like it doesn't yeah, look the way true. you think you like the kind of dress you would put on to like first impression stunning dress that's true it wasn't really tailored to her body so i was like is yeah. this off the rack or like and she looked here? really cold so i was like she was freezing yeah <laughs> i mean if i had to stand outside in a dress right yeah, i'd pick something with like long sleeves maybe i don't know yeah so um so she's waiting for the first limo i think she thinks that like no one is there to help her which is so false um, so she's sitting out there thinking that no one's going to help her. And then Tasha and Caitlin come out, um, and like surprise her. And they're like, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. And Katie calls herself a desert gym, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, and so Katie says that she really needs a man who is okay with being with a confident woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she just said she just needed a lot of confidence, a grown-ass man. Sorry, guys, my dogs are in the background going a little crazy. Y'all, our dogs have to have lives, too. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just, they're just, just living life. They're living life back there. Um, so then, I think this is where we get into the, the spiel of guys. I mean, how do you want to break this down? I can go pretty quickly because a lot of there wasn't, like, much conversation with any of None. them. None. None at all, really. Okay, let's yeah. go for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> so first we have Thomas. He's 28. He's very handsome. He's yeah, tall. I think, I think he might have been white Latino. Do you think? Oh, I was thinking like maybe Asian. But really? Sure. Oh my God. Asian? I'm not Latinx? sure. I don't Lord. have face, face <laughs> memories of a lot of these people. I don't know why but. I thought instantly white Latino, but you might be right. It might be like a, like a Philippines or like, um, that's true. It could be something else. But yes. Yeah. Yes. I Who thought knows? he was very, I thought he was cute. Super cute. Yeah, he's cute. It was pretty brief with them. After that, we have Aaron, who's 26. It's pretty brief. There's an awkward hug. We then yeah. meet Andrew M. He's 31. It's also pretty brief. And we he see was a Dave. deputy district attorney, which was really intense. Oh. I, saw, I caught that and was like, how are you there, sir? Don't, aren't you working? And you're a deputy mm. district attorney. So I was, I, I That sounds really him. important. Okay. It is. That's why I was like, you should be at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't ha- again. I don't have a face image of Andrew M versus Andrew S. I think Andrew yeah. S is. I don't know. Don't make me lie. Okay. Next we have David, who's 27 from Nashville. This one caught my eye because he's he's has like these culotte pants that are like seven eight length pants yes, with I like the that. shoes and no socks. I didn't like it. I don't like the shoes with no socks trend. You guys, it's it's not cute. That's, I'm not a fan. That's, we have no show socks for a reason. Um. <laughs> We then see Michael, who's 36. He tells uh, Katie that he has a gift for her, and it's a 200-year-old watch from his family, uh, like an heirloom from his family. He then says, I actually got this at the airport. 
Um, I thought that was hysterical. Which, yeah, <laughs> I, was I was like, that's pretty funny. memorable. Like, I that's that's funny and cute and light. Yeah, because he was like, I'm not a freak. And I was like, that is so funny. Yeah, because I, really I was like, well, damn, that. he's going to give her something? Like, you just, you don't even know if you're going to be here tomorrow. Right? So, but, yeah, I thought he was funny. I liked him. Yeah, so then there's, uh, those are all the guys that come out of the limo, the first limo. And then, like, a pickup truck pulls up. And <laughs> we cut to kind of Tasha and Caitlin and, like, some creepy upstairs window eating popcorn <laughs> it's like i'm like you know why aren't they like in a room yeah that's um true. just peering like outside a, the like, window yeah they're like peeking up they're peeping toms and i mm-hmm. guess katie can see them too uh you can tell like later on that she knows which window they're in mm-hmm. but they're eating popcorn trying to figure out what's happening and suddenly out of the the pickup truck out of the bed of the pickup truck trey pops out uh of a ball pit yes. um so it's goofy, it's it's light, it's, you know, I'll see you inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yes. that's what's going on. Um, do you know who's next? Yeah, so Greg is next. Yep. Um, he's a marketing sales rep. That's the guy who has, he wants the big family. Um, he was super nervous and said that she's the girl he would go up to in a bar. When people say that, mm-hmm. is that a compliment? I think so. It's like I would be attracted to you without knowing anything about you. Okay. Like you're okay, instantly attractive to me. So I think okay. that's like that's I would be, I would feel flattered. Yeah. She did say that he looks like her ex-boyfriend. So I was like, Oof. I think he heard it because he turned. It was like weird. He turned around. <laughs> and was like, like oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then I don't have the name of the next guy, but they share a really strange hug. Um, yeah, the next guy is Gabriel. He's 35. Yeah, he says, like, let's take, he says, I want to show you my favorite hug. And so they hug and take some deep breaths. Um, but it yeah. seemed like she was into it. She kept looking at him when he walked away. And I was like, maybe she's looking in bewilderment or in Yeah, lust? I don't know. My TV, I had the captions on. The TV was, like, spine crackling. And I was like, I don't hear oh, no. spine crackling. But, like, <laughs> oh is God. he, like, cracking her back? And I'm just missing my it? Spine. <laughs> Man, that's it, said, like, it was like a very like intimate breath work kind of hug. It was breath I don't work. Know. It was it mm-hmm. was hysterical. Um, so then we go through like a whole bunch of guys like that, and we don't really get much. Um, so there's John, who mm-hmm. I, I think is a bartender. I said he yep. looked weird. Um, yep. There was a Garrett who was some sort of software marketing person. Yeah, Garrett's twenty nine. Nothing to mention there. Austin's twenty five. Nothing to mention there. Marty's twenty five. Yeah. Landon's 25. He's a basketball coach. We see Carl, mm-hmm. who we already met. Yes. The, the, um, what's he, the motivational speaker? He makes a heart symbol with his hands. I hate that heart symbol. I hate it. No. Don't make a heart with your hands. It's, it's going to turn me all the way off. <laughs> Don't make a heart with your hands. I hate it. Seriously. We I hate see it. Josh, who's 25. He's dressed well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was. He was very cute. Yeah. I was like, I like, I like this. Then we see like old town car pull up with a mm-hmm. masked man in the back and a masked driver. It's very uh, auspicious. It's Andrew. It's our friend Andrew S. <laughs> he has um, his accent on, says he's actually from Vienna, but right now he's here for her. Um, he has this strange accent on, which I thought was pretty funny. And then yeah. he lets her know that he's actually from Chicago. <laughs> Yeah. She says she knew it. I don't know if she did. I don't, I don't think that I don't she know. did. 
But that's our friend Andrew from, Andrew S. from above, yes. um, who's the football player in Vienna, and he's 26. He's real goofy, y'all. Yeah, he, he's funny. silly. But I wonder if he's going to be too silly for her. I mean, I wonder if he can turn it on and off, because he's been turning it on Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. Even when he was talking with the guys, I was like, you just seem really young. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Um. So then... A guy comes in on a moped. Is that Brandon? Brandon. Mm -hmm. He's 26. And then another guy comes and pulls out a a brief. Oh, wait. Before that, Connor C. comes. He's 28. He's like, this is my. It was. Girl, it was real brief. And I'm telling you, I had to like keep pause. Like, who the hell are these people? Because they were just (laughs) flying through them. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Connor C comes out. He's like, this is my baseball glove from when I was a child. Whatever. See you inside. Oh, I remember that. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Then we see Kyle, who's 26. And I, I was like, is he a magician? What is he What is he doing? Um, But it's later revealed that this is a jock strap it's or really, like some tidy whities Really weird. It's gross. Um, I was wondering if he got that um from the dildo girl. Who was that? Victoria last season? No, that was Katie. Katie had the dildo? Yeah. No, Katie had the vibrator. Oh. Yeah, she's the one who gave him the vibrator. That's why she's so sex positive, and that's why they're all like, oh, I'm so sex positive. Okay. There, yeah. Connect those dots for me, because, girl, I have no idea. Well, and I, I guess, like, so you is... think the dildo is, is that's his, you think the, the, the briefs are his dildo? Yeah, I think, I thought, like, you know, oh, he's trying to be, like, funny, because I don't, I just don't know why you would have your, <laughs> your draws. In, some, in someone's <laughs> face that's like if someone oh would have came God. up to matt with like here's my panties like that no i don't i don't think that's sex positive. yeah it was I weird <laughs> and then and after that we have a gentleman who apparently drove from jersey in an rv oh you skipped hunter oh okay <laughs> another another brief one hunter he's 34 he shows up with a fish and he's like because i'm a great catch that's it <laughs> and then we see jeff with the rv yeah, um, yeah, that's all I had. He had an RV. Yeah, it just looked gross. He showed up and he said this was his RV, and I was like, "Is it your RV?" But we'll we'll get there. And then there's the gift box. Is that who you have next? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't have much about him because I mean he doesn't really introduce himself, but he's just in this box and he won't come out. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. All we know is his name is James and he's 30. He's like, find me inside, but the box is not actually hiding inside anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have Brendan, who we've already met. Mm-hmm. We have Marcus. He's 30. He's a real estate broker. We have Mike, who we already met. Mike is actually really tall. He's the gym owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, tall. Yeah, I like that. And then Cody, who's 27, he shows up with a blow-up doll yeah, named that was Sandy. weird. I didn't like that. Yeah, I missed a lot of the conversation around the blow-up doll. He just said there's someone in his life who's been helping him, and they've been intimate and best friends, and then he comes out with a blow-up doll. I'm like, that's pretty gross, actually. (laughs) It's kind of gross. This is not – we need to revisit, like, sex positive. (laughs) Yeah, it's not just like, oh, I just – I want to talk about all sorts of sex and crude jokes, and, I mean, uh, it's more than that, you guys. I mean, let's still, like, let's be, like, sexy yes. while we're being sex positive. <laughs> let's Truly. not turn each other off. Yeah. Um, try to get to the goal here. But, yeah. And then, because the next guy is also, like, Justin. He's 26. He comes out. He's talking a lot. 
right? Oh, is this a stroking guy? Yes. He's talking okay. about, I want to stroke, stroke, stroke. Ju- no, we met Justin before. Justin's the painter. Yes, yes. This is the painter mm-hmm. again. He just says he wants to stroke, stroke, stroke you all night long. And then he says, with my paintbrush. I was just like, all right. This is it's real guys, cheesy, y'all. It's just getting really weird. Because <sighs> then the but next she, guy. But she likes it because she says that she thinks it's important that a guy leads with humor. So I was like, I guess you're yeah. enjoying this. She was know. having a way different reaction to me because I yes. would have been. She loved it. So I was like, well, yeah. if you love it, if you like it, I love it. So great. Yeah. And the next guy, Christian, he's also 26 and he shows up with a genie lamp and he's like, let's rub one out together or something oh like God. that. And I was like, this is just not, <laughs> this is not what I was anticipating. Oh my God. Um, so yes, it's I think, bad. is that it? Is no, that there's more. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I didn't get any uh, of the guys. Okay, well, we have another another young 26, Courtney with the Q. Oh, so he's he like, was so weird looking. Yeah, y'all, if you have time <laughs> to do a deep dive on some of these people's Instagrams, you can just learn more. We've kind of already done that a bit. So, like, I don't know. Anyway, we're, Courtney. We're going to post some of them because some of these guys are, are some, some lookers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Courtney, he's young, and he's has, like, this whole monologue prepared with, like, lots of Q words, and he eventually tells her, my name is Courtney with the Q. I was uncomfortable, because then he started saying, like, my tongue can go on for hours, and I was like, what the hell are we talking about? She looked into it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she was feeling it. The yeah. more sexual the, the conversation got. But I was like, I, I don't, I don't know this. You're a stranger. Um, mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Connor B, who was one of the first people we met in the in the opening, and he's in a cat suit uh, because Katie loves cats. <laughs> um, so that's that's what he's in. He has his whiskers on and his uh, ears, and she's she's thrilled with this cat suit. I don't, I don't. The more like I saw her interact with people, the more I was like, "Do I actually enjoy her?" Hmm. I, the jury's out. I can't. I feel like the first episode is always a toss-up because so much is happening. So like, yeah. I think I need to see a couple more episodes before I can make a decision of whether or not I enjoy her. I think she's like a good sport, but I do yes. think this is the first night. So I think she's just trying to be like, "Oh, cool." Like, yeah, you know, she's like, being I, very nice and very accepting yes, of yes she is so I think once we get to know I just need a couple more episodes where it's not this chaotic to tell yeah yeah it was a lot going on we didn't even meet everybody um, yeah that's true so he comes in she likes him the box comes in the house nobody knows what's going on with the box um the guys can't figure it out Katie's still talking about Connor the cat um and she's <laughs> telling yeah, she's she's still talking about. It. She says she's stuck on him. I guess he made the lasting impression as what was edited to be like the last guy to come mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. Um yeah, let's see. She talks with Justin first and then Thomas. Then there's some guy with uh crystals and stones and jewelry. <laughs> was that not Courtney? <laughs> That wasn't Courtney. That was somebody else. That was someone else. Oh my god! Yes, I thought that was Courtney. Some no, gentleman brought Courtney. out a whole bunch of stones and crystals, and I was just like, "Wow!" This is- yeah, he had like he was like, "I have some of my stones here," and it, it was like really, <laughs> it was like really precious and innocent. 
Because yeah, he had him like his little heart. pouch, and he's like, this one is pyrite, this one is halite, and she's just mm-hmm. sitting there like, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that was hysterical, you guys. Let that almost see what that guy's night. name is. I will say, um, we get a little scene with her and Greg, um, the family man, and he gives her a necklace from his niece. It's like a pasta necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she does chat with Trey, who is the gentleman with the truck. So they go out into the truck, and they lay in the balls in the, in the truck bed. Um, and you know, he talks about his family cause I think he's really into his family and his mom's a stay at home mom and just, you know, living the life. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks to Justin, the guy who's the painter. His energy is very intense. Um, I think he's actually the first guy to kiss her and he, man, he goes in for the kiss. Yeah. It was, it was passionate. Um, well, I don't know if it was passionate, if it was erratic, but there was was aggressive. Yes. Very aggressive, man. I mean, you just, you gotta go for it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so then at some point she chats with some other guys and then the first impression Rose comes out. Um, Mm -hmm. and so we, did you cover her going into the RV? I did. Um, so after that, she, you know, she chats with Carl a little bit. He gave her this really weird book of adventures of Katie and Swizz. It was strange, you guys. Um, and then she goes in the van with Jeff. It was uh, disgusting. Um, he was like <laughs> eating celery. She and- was like, he started eating celery. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? But he had like and- a charcuterie board. Yeah, he had like a charcuterie board with like tea. And he started snacking on some celery when he was talking with her. And she was not feeling it. This was the one time where I was like, oh, she can't fake this. Yeah. Like, she's not into it. It was, it was weird. It looked, it look- she said it was very lived in. Yeah, I was the like, RV. That's gross. Yeah, he he said this is the cleanest you'll see it, and I was, I was like, like oh, damn, okay. no, um, run, run. And then in the midst of all that, you know, because the guys, there's like 30 men here. At some point, Aaron, is it Aaron Who's or Aaron? Andrew? Tell me what's happening. So there's a gentleman um, who tells Cody that he doesn't like him. Like, they go oh. off to the side. He's like, yeah, I just don't really like you. And, you know, it's okay. Like, let's just stay out of each other's way. And, and one of the guys, Cody, is just like, I have no idea what's going on. He's like, I'm so confused. Yeah. Um, and so they walk back inside, and all the guys are like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all are being weird. And that's when I believe it's Trey who was like, ooh, none of the beef. I'm a vegetarian. And I was like, wow. I um, missed all of that. It was really, <laughs> Everything you're saying, was, I'm like, it was so Maybe. bizarre. It was so bizarre. I was like, I don't understand what happens. Um, and then shortly after that, the box guy, he comes out of the box, um, mm-hmm. James. And he's actually yes. like, I don't want to say he's he's cute, but he's attractive. He looks like a Guido. Yes. Yeah. Someone calls him like Jay Gatsby. And it's so funny because mm-hmm. I had that in my notes. I was like, he looks like a great Gatsby character. He looks like a character. That's part of the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He looks yes. like he gym tans and laundries all day. So he, so he was there. And then at some point, Katie goes and plays piano with Connor, the cat, Connor mm-hmm. the cat. Um, mm-hmm. And then they start kissing very passionately. Again, with yeah. this aggressive kissing. It's like heavy. And I like his whiskers are getting. <laughs> yes. Her nose up. is black because he has, you know, makeup on for his whiskers and. He says that he rushed the kiss. He was nervous. And they start kissing again. I was like, this is intense. I don't. Mm, I don't know. So in the midst of that, you know, more conversations are happening. She finally takes the first impression rose um, and gives it to Greg. 
And Greg yep. is the one with the large family who had the pasta necklace. They mm-hmm. too kiss passionately. It's a lot of kissing for COVID. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're all like tested and stuff. But I was just like, man, this I is guess it's a lot of kissing for non-COVID for me. <laughs> right? It's just a lot of mouths touching each other. It's a lot, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so we finally get to the rose ceremony because you know the first night, like there's like thirty guys there. So she's got to cut at least like. I think technically she cuts like 10 people, but we only see like a couple. Um, yeah, she cut down to, or how many did she cut? Six, seven. She cut seven people. Yeah. And so I didn't catch everyone, but I did see that Trey got the first rose. Trey, mm-hmm. um, the gentleman with the truck. And then the final rose was given to Cody, who was mm-hmm. in a, who was in an, I guess, in a situation with another gentleman. Um, and so I didn't catch who didn't get a rose except for the RV guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff. Co- Co- Courtney or Courtney or whatever. His Courtney name got is. a rose. I can go through it. He did? So Courtney got a sure? rose. Yes, the guy with the stones, Marty, did not get a rose. Oh, I, I, can, rose. I confuse them. I confuse Courtney and the guy with the stones. Yeah. So <laughs> these are the people who didn't get a rose. Austin. Brandon, who they kept showing, he has like some Who's hair Brandon? in his face. He looks like oh, a villain. Oh, he looked weird. Yeah, he looked like yeah. a, he looked like from that band Fallout Boy or something. Like he looked he like a me. bit like a villain. He didn't get a rose. We never met him. Gabriel didn't get a rose. Jeff didn't get a rose. Landon didn't get a rose, and neither did Marcus and Marty with the stones. <laughs> um, everyone else got one, which would include the Andrews, Aaron, Brendan, Christian, Cody, Connor B, Connor C, David, Garrett, Greg, Hunter, James, John, Josh, Justin, Carl, Kyle, Michael, Mike, Courtney, Thomas, and Trey. These are like we need some more diversity. It's a lot in these of gentlemen. Names. It's a lot of gentlemen, you guys. Um, yeah. So I've, there's lots of show to be had. I will say, after watching this, my the guys that I'm drawn to the most. Um, I'm drawn to Andrew S, the guy who was mm. who plays football in Vienna and was giving us all the all the yeah. accents. I'm drawn to him. I'm drawn to um, Greg, the youngest of four, the family man, mm. and also there's another gentleman. Um, oh my god, I forgot his name. Actually, that's those are my two that I feel like I was just like. They either got a lot of screen time, but I was also like, this seems right, like the energy. But again, the first night, who fucking knows? Like, it was just yeah. chaos. Um, so, yeah. So those are the two that I was looking at. Did you know? Did you have any any special feelings with any of the gentlemen? Um, I think my jury is still really, really out. I would say yeah. the people I definitely could identify in the room would probably be like Mike and Thomas. And Mike? I don't think... Cor- Mike's the gym owner. The oh, tall the gym one, owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Thomas was—he was the first one to meet her. Who's yes, like really he was. Handsome. Yes, he was the one who I thought was Hispanic. I remember he was sweating yeah. profusely. It seemed really hot because I think a lot of people were a little. little but it was moisture. freezing outside, so I was like, "Damn!" But inside, they thirty people in the same room is like. Oh, you know, that's true. That's true. That's a party. Yeah, uh, actually, I forgot. I do Thomas. I, I I meant to Thomas as well, so I'm gonna add him to my yeah, list. Yeah, well. we did like him. When we first looked at the guys that were gonna mm-hmm. be on the show. That's um, true. I know who Courtney is, but I don't like. I know who's like, truthfully speaking, I know who all the black guys are. Um, but I don't. I don't know if I feel strongly about any of them making it, just based on. I guess my. Own I think either to Trey them. or Andrew may make it. Mm. Or at least to the final round. I mean, I'm not final four. Sorry, final four. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm not sure. Like, I like Andrew. I'm just not sure, like, of his level of seriousness. Yeah, you know? if he can, like, turn it, if he can chill, <laughs> yeah, he'll probably if, make it. He'll probably make yeah. it. Yeah. If he can be oh, a bit smoother. What? I see Courtney now. <sighs> I'm not really into it. Yeah, he's really he's tall and like lean. He looks like yes, yeah, yeah, a basketball player kind of, but mm-hmm. not. Oh, I got Courtney and Austin completely confused. Bless you guys wherever you are. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the thing. There's a lot of names, a lot of people that look alike, mm-hmm. and we haven't really met them well enough to distinguish them. Yes. Um, oh, Marty was the gentleman with the stones. The yes, dancer, Marty. Okay. He had a lot of jewelry on. Yes. He had like an earring and like some neck. Like he yeah, was, he had bracelets. It is down. Okay. Yeah. He looked like he came fresh out of the 90s. Um, oh, man. So, so yeah. it looks like we have a lot of shenanigans upcoming with, with this show, which hopefully it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, it will be. Yeah. And I think it'll get easier to cover as like we get more familiar now that we've yeah. made it I through that storm. Of this Matt episode James. was just going to be kind of like chaotic because it was a very chaotic episode and mm-hmm. just in- being introduced to so many people. So once we get into like our core people, you know, the dates, the one on ones, yeah. like we can really focus on like our recaps. So, yeah. So I think it's yeah. going to be exciting. It's going to be fun and light and we need that after after Matt James. Yeah, it was so heavy, and I still see those people hanging out all over social media. Good God, I don't even want to. <sighs> and it looks so like over Matt. Matt posted a photo with Rachel Lindsay at Odd Duck here. Did you see that? No, that was that was that wasn't Matt. That was Michael. Mike. Who's Michael? Oh, okay, that makes sense. So I was like, I don't see this on Matt's page. No, that was okay. Mike. <laughs> Thanks for putting that together for yes, me. Mike Mike Johnson was here in Austin and he had dinner at Odd Duck with Rachel Lindsay. And I was like, well, damn. Nobody told me nothing. Where's my invitation? Like, we could have went on a double date. Hello. Like, <sighs> sucks. But yeah, so that's it for The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, shall we get into our, our recommendations or what we're watching? Yes, I would love to. Um, and I'll start. So Please. I've been watching in our, well, it's not a series. It's more of like a, eh, not a documentary, more like a, I don't know. I'll have to figure <laughs> what, what is this? It is. <laughs> it's like interviews. Um, oh, okay. Like these women being interviewed. So it's called In Our Mother's Gardens. It's on Netflix. Um, it is a like an interview type thing with these black women and they're talking about the impacts that they're like mother their mother and their mother's mothers have had on them um and just like being a black woman it's really really beautiful um really really intimate there's um a lot of talk about like where people originated from so there's like a woman whose family's from virginia there's someone whose family's from louisville there's someone whose family Mm. is from uh new orleans and you know they're calling it the boot and there's this one lady on there dr dr coco selassie the boot do you not say that not really okay well i think it's the boot because there's like above new above louisiana it's like the soldier mimal and louisiana is like his boots oh Um, interesting yeah so if you like look above you can see like a soldier hat and like a face and like you know then you see like he's i don't know geography i love it i love it um but my will stands for all the states so it's like michigan iowa whatever whatever alabama louisiana Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Anyways, so it's really, really beautifully done. Um, you hear a lot of passion as these women talk about their mothers and the impacts of their roots, um, be it, you know, if they were, if their ancestry was in uh, Africa or like in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I just really, really loved it. I really needed it. It was really positive. Um, which I don't think we see enough of like black women. It's like anger and attitude and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, just really, really good to, to see and to kind of connect or feel connected to people. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's on Netflix. Really, 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 really good. I think it's only like an hour and a half. I do want more. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause yeah, also talking about like uh, the ancestors and making Egon, Egon, Oh, I don't know. That's cool. Do you know about these words? I've heard of that before. Yeah, so like Egon are the ancestors and you prepare food for them, like hold altar for them. And it talks about, um, or they're talking about like the, like our own spiritual history before, mm-hmm. you know, slaves were brought to America. Um, and just kind of honoring that and reconnecting with that as you get older. And So is there learning. speak of like voodoo or anything? Because then technically mm-hmm. that was what we, I think participate in before of these man-made yeah so there's i think talk about voodoo and hoodoo which i'm not Mm. sure of the difference um it was just a lot of information like a lot of a lot of terms and words and i'm like i i need to like really dig into some of this and figure out what's what but as far as it being like a good overview i would say yes um because there are some people who are like this is what we do this is how the culture is Mm. and you know, it's their own culture. So but if anyone really, really wants, beautiful. if anyone's interested, so voodoo, okay, so hoodoo is oh, the magic that has, that has derived from the teachings of voodoo. So hoodoo is the craft, the practice, where mm. voodoo is the mindset. Interesting. It is very interesting. Voodoo was developed along the Mississippi, mostly in Louisiana, um and mississippi and it's like a pot of like french creole spanish influence like voodoo belief systems are it's like apparently it's around one detached god who stays at a distance and doesn't interfere in a person's life and then the spirits are the things that help us um on a daily basis wow Mm. so interesting the spiritual forces can either be helpful or manipulative which is why we protect and guard ourselves with like crystals, charms, spells, elixirs. Man, this is intense. But then, yeah, this is yeah. West African. Um, so yeah, so that's what yeah. we were, that's what we were doing, you know, before the slave trade. Really, yeah, I would highly recommend watching it, black or not. Um, I mean, if you're not black, you may be a bit uncomfortable, but that's okay. Because we've been uncomfortable for a while. I mean, we're so. always uncomfortable, okay? I'm <laughs> uncomfortable on the daily. So. Watch it and learn. Um, and even if you are black, there's still a lot to learn about just history of culture and spirituality and, you know, connecting mm. with our, ancestor, our ancestors. Man, um, Man I'm yeah, reading I, I'm, this voodoo and hoodoo information. I'm just scrolling. Girl. I am intrigued. I need to do some research. I know. That's what I was saying. Like, when I was watching, I was like, whoa you know they don't teach you black history in school right even during black history month so i was like wow there's so much i don't know like let me go ahead and take myself to africa yes i mean Um, i feel like there's so much we don't know i'm reading like these healing practitioners who would do voodoo and mm -hmm. they did like herbal remedies i am intrigued we got i have we have some work to do people we got to figure out 
And I don't know if I mentioned ancestry on here before, but I've been really um, digging into my ancestry recently. Mm. And just FYI for anyone who's planning to spend money like me anytime soon, um, ancestry DNA uh, is on sale right now for Father's Day. And oh. I think it comes out to $59.99 for one of them. And they That's are supposed okay. to have one of the better databases for tracing back. Um, I'm a little concerned because, you know, black people weren't counted Mm-hmm. always so i think it'll be a little bit difficult but the african ancestry um dna test which will trace back on your mother's side back to like your african tribes that one's like 300 dollars. damn i know it's i don't know they don't really go on sale for black friday either because i've looked for that one before but i'm gonna start yeah. with the the ancestry dna one and see where we can who we can trace and where we can trace back mm-hmm. to um because yeah. yeah, I just want to be connected. Like, and when I go to Africa, I need to go home. I need to figure out like where the home. Well, is I was told that I look like I'm from um, Ghana. So hmm. a couple of African, my African sisters told me that, and I believe them. So I'm going straight to Ghana. Okay, that I mean, I'm I'm up for like a, a tour. I of mean, the continent. it makes sense because like I feel like I mean, I, obviously, I think we're probably closer to West Africa where the slave trade was. Mm-hmm. Um, which sucks um but i mean it's definitely either it's it's one of these western countries that they invaded so and honestly like re, like watching um is it high on the hog is that is that the yes show on that's the other show that when i was talking a couple of weeks ago and yeah. i was like y'all these so, black shows so i watched the first episode sobbed you know in tears girl it's emotional you should do that for your what you watch let's just yeah say the other so because you've done I'm, that before yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm going to go right into it. I'm going to give a different perspective because that is what I watched this week. Um, and I was really interested because they were kind of getting into, like, the history of slavery. And I feel mm-hmm. like we don't really talk about that a lot. We talk about, like, oh, they came, they got the slaves and left. But we don't really talk about, like, what really happened. Like, they didn't yes. just pick us up. Like, yeah. A lot of things were happening, and what I was getting from High on the Hog is that it sounded like there were African slave traders Mm -hmm. who were, you know, who were speaking with the Europeans, and basically were under the were under the assumption that, you know, it was a trade, but it wasn't like forever. Like this was just like, look, we're just gonna trade you a couple of slaves to get your whatever you need, and then we'll get X in return, and that's it. And yeah, so that I was think really heartbreaking. Yes, it was very heartbreaking because it sounded like the slave traders really thought that this was just going to be a short term, like one time thing. And then once all of Europe and, and everywhere else like got wind of like, oh, there's people down there and you can just trade for whatever, whatever. I think it just got really out of hand. <laughs> Obviously mm-hmm. it got out of hand, but it just sucks because it's like I, I felt really conflicted because I was just like yes there were slave traders who participated in the demise but at the same time they really thought that they were I feel like they were taken advantage of almost in a sense and it was almost like you could see the goodness of us at that stage of just like oh well you know we'll just help them and we'll get this in return and they're thinking well no we're about to come in and wipe y'all all out so yeah it was so sad and just like just watching that first episode of How in the Hog, where he's walking down the path that our ancestors walked to get to the, to get to the coast, and it was like a Oof, however yes. long mile stretch, and then talking about the food that they had to eat on the boat on 
and then it was like flour and palm oil. I was, it was, it was so graphic um, Mm -hmm. and just so sad to watch and to listen and like, you know, just the food aspect of it. And then hearing that, you know, Charleston is like where we all, I guess, had to go through to like get to Mm -hmm. like our respective um, uh, plantations, which I did not know either. I don't think I knew that it was Charleston. Um, mm, but it I makes think sense. I had seen something about that before. Yeah, it just makes sense though, and like just I mean Charleston's beautiful. It looks gorgeous, but it is there's so much history there, and I'm so cautious about traveling and like visiting like these slave towns or these slave ports. But I mean, really, like that's just our history in the South. Like that's just what it was. Um. So it was just really intense. I definitely, like Jade said, encourage everyone to at least watch the first two episodes or even just the first one. Like, it was yeah. just really eye-opening, and just the history of, like, American food is, like, African food, essentially. Like, we, yes, like, because we knew to cook. And- yes, like, we brought things with us from Africa that is now American food. So, like, yeah. honestly, it makes me kind of sad that the the food industry and the restaurant industry is so white, and mm-hmm. they very rarely like pay tribute to like the foods that we brought and like made. So it's it's a mix yeah. of emotions. I was happy. I was sad. I was angry. I was sad again. It was a lot. So yeah, I encourage yeah. everyone to watch that. Oh, man. It's really good. It's four episodes. That one's also on Netflix. The formal <sighs> title is High on the Hog, How African-American Cuisine Transformed America. And like Tamara mentioned, they do start in Africa and then throughout the four episodes they end in texas mm-hmm. um to more like present day yeah but it's very enlightening um and again like i'm like i need to i need to go yeah, uh, we, we can't put this off um, i mean i've been to morocco but that is not you know i mean it's africa but it's you know it's not mm-hmm. so i need it's, to go it's north africa see my people okay yeah <laughs> so Okay. Well, I know that's a bit a bit much, but y'all need some culture just like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, We're listening and learning, everybody. Everybody's learning, so, you know, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if y'all want to be woke, woke, go ahead and uh, Not the woke police. <laughs> I mean, hey, if we're going to be talking about being woke, let's actually educate ourselves <laughs> and figure out what's going on. But, yeah, both of those shows are – both of those um, shows on Netflix kind of tie in together. Um it can be really emotional with just like, well, for I think as a black person, just like loving your people and yeah. like feeling yeah. that pain and feeling connected to that, you know, kind of firsthand, even though I didn't go through that, it feels like, you know, it's in my blood. Like these are, yeah. this is me. These people are me. Like just so much um, resilience. Like, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I can't get into it. I just. It's a lot, you know, but y'all check those out. I would, lo- I guess maybe we should, we should post our, what we're watching. So people have like a reference, a visual reference. of a thumbnail Oh, that's going to be cute. Yeah. So what we're going to do yeah. is I'll make like a little highlights on our Instagram and it'll Woo-woo. just be clips of like our, all of our like shows reflections we recommended. And shows we recommended. Yes. So we'll do that. We're definitely, you guys will spend, we're going to be spending a lot more time on our social media because we're really trying to cultivate a community mm-hmm. and engage more in the World Wide web. So if you see yeah. me posting on Instagram and making polls and stories, you know, yeah, engage. Interact you with know? us. We want to hear from y'all because, I mean, y'all are listening to us, but 
if it's just us two talking to each other, then we're kind of making decisions like the blind leading the blind here. So Mm -hmm. we need a little bit of feedback every now and then about what y'all want, what y'all like, what y'all are enjoying from us. And that will really help us out a lot. Um, Don't forget to tell your friends to follow us or subscribe to Mm -hmm. our podcast wherever they listen to their podcast at and give us a try. Um, I know it's difficult for people who don't watch Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Married at First Sight, but we're still entertaining. Yeah, just listen to us. Like, you know, you don't have to watch to really, you know, follow. We're going to cover the highlights. We're going to cover everything you need to know so you can still talk with your friends about it, even if you don't spend the four hours a week watching the damn shows because it's a lot. Exactly. So, yeah. So, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you.